Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to Date Yourself Radio. I'm your host, Veronica Grant, and I'm a green smoothie enthusiast, a radical self-care advocate, and a dating mindset coach for ambitious women looking for a deep and meaningful romantic partnership. Each week, you'll hear me answer a frequently asked question from this community, interview experts in the field, or work directly with the caller as I coach them through a dating or relationship obstacle they're facing. I give practical advice and tangible action that you can apply to your own life so you can learn how to treat yourself the way you want to be treated and get into the relationship you desire and deserve. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Date Yourself Radio. Woohoo! Double digits. This community has grown so much in just these last 10 episodes of the podcast. I can't wait to see where we'll be when we reach triple digits of episodes. Okay, before we get started, about a month ago, I unveiled my signature process. I take all my private clients and my dating mindset boot campers through to this community for free. The signature process is called the relationship visioning session, and it's how I onboard every single client I have, whether private or group. The response to this relationship visioning session was amazing. The insights and the ahas the women had after the workshop were just really, really incredible to watch. And I love how women are able to walk away from the relationship visioning session with a new sense of purpose and intention for when they meet potential men, go on dates, or browse online dating profiles. So no more throwing spaghetti against a wall to see what sticks and no more of the mindset of casting the net as far as possible and just seeing what comes back. This workshop is truly a game changer to make dating more mindful, more intentional. So you stop wasting so much time, energy, and effort. 
And so that's why I'm really excited to share with you that I'm presenting this workshop again next week for free. I'm doing this workshop on Wednesday evening and Thursday during lunch, completely online. So no matter where in the world you are, you can join us. And if you can't make either of those times not to worry, to join us live or catch the recording, just pop your name and email in at veronicagrant.com forward slash webinar. Again, that's veronicagrant.com forward slash webinar. All right. I cannot wait to see you there. All right, back to episode 10. Today, I'm bringing to you Shannon Ledford of the podcast Honor the Feminine. Shannon will share a lot of her wisdom and experience with us, but as you're listening, I want you to consider, how do you view other women, especially as when it comes to dating and relationships? Do you find yourself being jealous of another woman if you find her more beautiful, smarter, more successful, skinnier, or just more or less of something else as it compares to you? Do you believe that all of the good men are taken and there is nothing or no one left for you? Do you believe you'll have to settle? When it comes to men and women, do you find there is a mindset or do you have a mindset of scarcity or do you have a mindset of abundance? Okay, keep these questions in mind as you listen in on this episode. Here we go. Welcome back. I'm here with my guest, Shannon Ledford. Shannon is the creator and host of her podcast, Honor the Feminine. And like many of us, Shannon spent much of her life leaning onto her masculine side. I know I can certainly relate. And the masculine side is the energy of striving and effort. And now she's on a journey to heal her relationship with the feminine so she can live more intuitively. And now she inspires other women to support each other rather than view the other side as the competition. All right, so I'm going to let her tell the rest of her story. So hello and welcome to the show, Shannon. Oh, Veronica, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited you're here. And I'll just let everyone know that Shannon lives in my hometown of Asheville, North Carolina. So already getting brownie points from me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Woohoo, Asheville! (laughs) Yeah, so exciting. I love Asheville and I could talk about it all day long, but I will not do that on the show today. (laughs) So I just you know, barely hit the type tip of the iceberg on your story. Um, you know, I just would be really curious to hear your story of how you went from living totally in your masculine side to, um, kind of healing your relationship with your feminine side, but also other females in your life. So if you just want to kind of share that story and, and how you, um, got to where you are today. Sure. Um, so I believe that we are all this beautiful balance between masculine and feminine, uh, regardless of gender, and that we tend to lean into one or the other. So my story um, began in a small town where I grew up in Northern California, and I always wanted something bigger. You know, I always felt like contained by this town that I love now, but always wanted to get free from. And so I ended up as a corporate lawyer in Manhattan. Oh, wow. Yeah. And <laughs> that's so <masculine. laughs> that's, yeah, that's about as masculine driven um, a place as I could have ended up. Like there's mm-hmm. a few other places out there, but, but that's pretty top of the list. Yeah. <laughs> and it served me really well, leaning into my masculine and um, striving, and um, I'm ambitious and driven and um, don't mind a bit of competition. 
But that lasted a little over two years. And I realized that um, it just really wasn't feeding me. And it was felt a bit soul-sucking, really. Mm -hmm. And so from there, I picked up and I traveled around the world. And I was a travel photographer for seven years. Oh, awesome. So, yeah. So I've been all over and I would, um, I sold my work as fine art. So I would go out and I'd drop myself into a region and I'd take a new body of work. And then I would do art festivals in mostly in California and Southern Oregon. And while I was out in the world is where, um, everything fell away. And I started to really hear my intuition again. And I believe that she was always there, but that I had just put um, a bunch of things on top of her. And as that stress relieved itself, I could really hear that voice again. But I always had a difficult time. I had an easier time hearing it when I was out in the world, right? Where none of that day-to-day stress was there and none of those expectations of here and none of those striving for success in those moments when I was out in the world. But when I got back, I'd have a hard time translating what I felt abroad into my day-to-day life. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I'd gotten this beautiful glimpse of how she's there and how powerful she is, but had a hard time staying in that when I was back. Mm. And so after being a travel photographer, um, I did land in Asheville where I am married with a beautiful two and a half year old daughter. And I came across a business of sharing health through true whole food supplements and vertical gardening systems. Yeah. Yeah. They're really cool. And I love it. And what it created was within this business, you create a team. And so many of my team is made up of women. But, and I found a lot of success in that business in the first couple of years, really being driven and putting a lot of male energy into it. And about two years in, a little over two years in, um, I hated my business. Hmm. And I was, yeah, I, it was draining me. Yeah. And so, I hated the day-to-day of my business, but I loved other parts of the business. And so I thought, wow, I need to find a different way. And I know there's a different way. And so I reconnected with a really old friend who I had known in New York when I lived there. She'd also been in the corporate world there. She'd gone on a similar traveling journey. Mm -hmm. And she had found this beautiful home within sisterhood. And in working with her, um, she has this beautiful way of intertwining the magic of sisterhood and then this beautiful business vision so that they intertwine in a way that really makes sense for me. And so I've spent the last, oh, over a year really settling into that. And so when I talk about And the podcast was really birthed out of that. So when Mm -hmm. I talk about honor the feminine, that definitely for me does not mean um, that the feminine's better than the masculine. It Mm -hmm. just means that I had leaned so heavily into my masculine that in order to create balance in my life and to come from a place that really makes sense for me, I needed to honor the feminine more. Yeah. 
And so, so I, so I just want to pause you just for a moment. Um, just can you just unpack? I know you said masculine and feminine isn't necessarily male female. Can you just unpack what that might look like? Just a few examples, because my community may not know the nuance difference between yeah. the two. So, Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I was getting to the end there. Um, so the masculine for me means being really pointedly driven and being okay. a bit of a bulldozer, right? Like okay. that's the goal and I'm moving towards it and I'm moving things out of the way. Okay. You know, like in a very um, driven, action-oriented way. Mm-hmm. Now, the feminine to me instead create space, create space for things to happen in a more, in a gentler way, but in a way that feels much more organic and or, and authentic to me. So for me, for instance, to give a very concrete example, if I'm, um, working with a new team member or I'm working with a woman who may want to join my team, right? Mm -hmm. I, in the past have been like, this is the reason to do it. And like pulling her in. Right. Mm -hmm. Now I sit back and let her know what we have to offer that our team is really supportive of each other, but it's a place where she can really thrive and find a place where women will really support her and help her create the business that she wants. And what it does instead of me being in the space and sort of, you know, pulling people in is if Mm. I sit back a little and create the space, people Mm. really come in and settle into it. And then they can create space within themselves to create this really beautiful business. Got it. I love love that example. Yeah. And it's, I have really made that shift. That's been one of the big ones for me over the last, you know, year, year and a half. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And that's actually, um, close, kind of similar to a, um, quote unquote homework assignment that I gave to one of my clients a couple of weeks ago. Cause she's like, I really just feel like I'm in my masculine side all the time. And I said, okay, so next time you're at work and you're, you know, cranking out your to-do list or whatever, instead of thinking, do, do, do take a step back and, come from a space of creating what you have to do. And it's just like, you're still going to do the same work because, you know, you have a job and you have to get your work done, but just change the relationship to it. So think about creating something rather than doing something. And she said, just that small mindset shift helps so much. Yeah. Small changes can have such a big impact. And I think you're Mm -hmm. totally right. It's not about sitting back and just letting everything happen. And I don't have to Mm -hmm. be be action oriented. No, but it's a, it's that action coming from a different place. Yeah. And I think in the masculine realm as a corporate lawyer, um, that idea of intuition and creating through the intuition wasn't valued. Yeah. And so I've had to unpack that a bit, right? Mm -hmm. About, um, you know, that it is valuable and seeing the value of it, which please do not get me wrong, does not mean I don't have moments of, this isn't moving fast enough. I need to go back (laughs) to that way of pushing and striving and doing. Mm -hmm. And then I have to settle back in again because I've watched like um, moments of the magic just happen. And I'm watching a team of incredible women in my life thrive. Mm -hmm. And those are the moments that I know this is the right path for me. Awesome. 
Awesome. So there's a couple of um, areas of your story that I want to unpack. Um, the first thing, just kind of tying off the the masculine and feminine energy, just kind of putting that in a little package and putting the bow on it. How do the two energies work together, both within a person, but, you know, I'm a dating coach, so also within a relationship? Yeah. Um, I, I think it's about always feeling in to what's mm-hmm. working, right, mm-hmm. in a given moment and really being discerning about that. Yeah. So I wish there was an easy way to say, this is the way to do it and just do steps one through five. Mm-hmm. But it's really about feeling in and, mm-hmm. and seeing what works in a given moment. There's times for more action yeah. and there's times to sit back and let the magic happen. Yeah. And that for me has just been about create, just continuing to be in it, right? Mm-hmm. to feel into it. And it, yeah. I, I know that seems a little like, well, but I want something more concrete. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you that as you do it, it becomes more clear or it has for me. Yeah. Okay. So I think we're really getting then to intuition, which is the next thing I want to ask you about. Can you talk a little bit, you said in your story that your intuition um, started showing herself, um, when you were traveling, can you just, I mean, let's just start from the beginning. Um, like what is intuition? Why do we want it? And, um, you know, how can it help you? Like, what was it telling you when you started listening to it? On a, on the surface level, it would be things like, I have this feeling that something's off here. So I'm just going to move away from the situation. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I wouldn't necessarily be able to pinpoint, especially being outside of my culture, what mm-hmm. it was, mm-hmm. but it was very clear in my body that this was not a good situation. And I didn't yeah. have to know why in order to move in a different direction. Yeah. And so intuition has that same bubbling up feeling in my day to day. Right. Okay. And so like, for instance, within, um, within my marriage, right. There are times when I, when, you know, we have a disagreement and an argument and I could hold on because I'm right. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's moments where I do, but there's also those moments of creating space for us to come back together and feel into each other. And so my intuition helps me navigate that some, you know, mm-hmm. and, and to look into what is really going on. So this old story that I've had about other women, right? Women can't support each other. Women are catty. Women are competitive. We, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we are mean. Mm-hmm. That old story has stopped being my truth. So it's not that things don't come up where I go, oh, what is that, right? Mm -hmm. But instead of me saying, see, I knew it. Women can't support each other, which was my old story. Yeah, I've come to, whoa, what's going on here? And what's my part in it? Has there been a miscommunication? Because I know that it doesn't always have to be that way, right? That we don't have to be 
in this struggle with each other. And that really, when we support each other, we all get lifted up. So, but that's about me taking that half step back and creating space for it not to just be, well, look at this. See, that's how it is. Because it's not my truth anymore. And so it has less power over me. But it's my intuition that starts to bubble up when I give it the space of, see, that's, that's the way it is. When I back off that a little bit, it gives some space for some bubbling up to happen, right? And for me to feel in and be like, well, what's really going on here? And what does this set off in me? And what's, that, what's the story that's going on in me, right? Mm-hmm. And then be able to see, was there a miscommunication? Um, what's going on with the other woman in all of this, right? Yeah. And there's some real beauty there. And I'm not saying that it's all rainbows and unicorns because it's not. <laughs> it's really not. There's, there's mm-hmm. work here, right? Mm-hmm. But it's such a worthy journey. Yeah. Because the support and the love and the acceptance and accountability that I've found in my female relationships is amazing. And it has helped me create a better woman And with that, a better mother and a better wife and a better friend and a better leader. Yeah. That's what's going on. Yeah. I I love that because I think that, you know, especially, you know, I'm tying it back to dating and relationships. A lot of the women in my community um, may view women, other women as the quote unquote competition um, or a threat. Um, you know, I have, I know some women who don't let their significant others talk to other women or, um, you know, hardly even have female friends. So, um, mm. I, you know, I, I just love this part of your, of your story. Um, can you, can you unpack that a little bit? Like, how did you, like, what was your relationship to women before you went through this transformation? And then, you know, how did that transformation come about where you began to start seeing women as this important network to support each other and for mutual success? Well, I think you've hit on something really beautiful and it was a mindset change for me of scarcity versus abundance. Mm, I love that. Um, and that idea that, and I work with this all the time. It's, it's one of the things that I put a lot of attention and intention on recently for when it's coming up, but comparison is the stealer of joy Mm. in our lives. And I have spent a lot of my, it's been very, become very clear to me that I've spent a lot of time comparing myself and seeing if I um, matched up or was better than or, or not as good as other women all yeah. the time. Yeah. And that was a huge amount of energy I was using. Yeah. And when I get into that now, I just have more awareness around it. Like that's mm-hmm. really the thing. It's not that things just disappear. Like, it's not like, Oh, my old story's gone. And now every woman's my best friend, or Mm -hmm. I don't compare myself anymore. And now everyone's equal and beautiful. (laughs) It's, it's more about, um, I have awareness when that's coming up and then I get to choose how to react. Yeah. And sometimes that. (laughs) that reaction is, Oh, Shannon, you're doing it again. That seems so silly. Right. And sometimes there's a deeper story that needs to be healed a bit. Yeah. But, um, 
it gives me some space to do that. Again, space and being spacious is such a huge part of this, but it's that scarcity versus abundance. So that idea of there's only so many men and all the good ones are taken, right? Mm -hmm. Versus the abundance of there is someone for me or some someones for me. And as I present myself in a really authentic and truthful and beautiful way and really know myself better, that person's going to step into that space that I've created for that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I can remember, um, cause I, when I met my husband, I was 36 and he was 41. Um, so we were older, right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, um, I had spent some time up in an ashram, um, meditating a number of hours a day over six months with a spiritual teacher of mine. And, Before going into that program, I was sitting with a friend and we were talking and I said to her, I can really feel that the room for a relationship, I had put a lot of furniture and stuff in there. And then Mm -hmm. I kept saying that I desired a relationship, a really deep relationship, a marriage, but I'd filled this room with a bunch of stuff, right? Because I was Mm -hmm. scared and afraid. And in that six months, I got more in touch with myself and I was able to move some of the stuff out of that room to really create the space for the relationship to come in. Right. Yeah. And, um, our relationship like everyone's is certainly not perfect, but I will tell you, I have chosen very well for myself, Mm -hmm. but it was that space that was created and my willingness to really step into me really deeply that created that space. So there was no scarcity versus abundance. It was about really about me creating the space for the abundance to happen in my life for me. And then he stepped right in. I love that. That's, that's such a a beautiful story. And so much of, of what I, of what I teach just, um, and, and it's, it's even something I can relate to in my own life. Like before I met Stevie, I would just fill my space in with crap. Um, mm. Usually just calling it, well, you know, I don't really want a relationship anyways. Like I'm just better off on my own. And it was really <laughs> just like hiding behind being busy or hiding behind, oh, I need to focus on my career or whatever the excuse was. Um, but what you resist persists. And, you know, even though... Um, you know, I said, this is not what I wanted. It actually obviously was what I wanted deeply. I just wasn't admitting it to myself um, and certainly not to other people. So I love that you just kind of cleared the furniture out, like cleared the space and allowed for something to come in. And you, I mean, you got a lot of abundance in, so which is just, which is awesome. I mean, I love that. I love that story. So good. And we're, you know, Many of us that are driven women are fiercely independent. Yes. And so we hold on to that really tightly as well. Yeah. So how, how do you balance that? Your, um, your, you know, cause you know, it's not like your old self just, you know, died or even kind oh, of said it God, before. No. It's not like you're, that was your old story and now you're like rainbows and butterflies. So how do you balance your, um, you know, I've obviously got some sort of travel bug or wanderlust from your traveling, (laughs) um, your sense of independence, um, you know, when your masculine side creeps in, like, how do you balance that with your, um, 
I guess, relationship with your husband, but also just your quote unquote new life now? Yeah. Um, you know, the fiercely independent, um, there are compromises to be made within Mm -hmm. marriage and within motherhood. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think in particular, motherhood has this beautiful thing about it where you lose some of yourself in that, right? Because you have this being that really depends on you. Yeah. So there's that part of yourself where you feel like, oh my God, I've lost myself. But motherhood also deepens you into yourself in other ways. And so when I can see it like that, I can see all the beauty, even within some of the craziness that happens. Yeah. And I, I think too, um, I am fiercely independent. So I was telling you that, you know, my daughter by the age of two had been across the country with me from <laughs> Asheville to where I grew up in California on nine different, nine different times. Right. And my <laughs> husband had only gone on a handful of those. Yeah. Uh, so he very much understands that wonder lust in me and lets me tap into that. But also what he really creates for me is that stable space to come back to. And he also really lets me know. So the compromise in that is, okay, you've been away. It's feeling like too long. I need you to come back to our space. Right? Yeah. And then sometimes when I do, it can be a little prickly where where we're not connected and we've lost each other a little and we have to find our space together again. Um, but that's the way in which we find our compromise in all of it. And having that beautiful, stable, loving place that I know is there to come back to, then letting go of some of that independence seems like not a big deal at all. Yeah. Yeah. I I really can relate to a lot of that. So your husband doesn't have the, the travel bug that you do. Um, not in the same way. Yeah. Um, not in the same way, but what's interesting is that, um, I'm the only one in my family that has it. And Mm. so like my parents always created this beautiful, loving space for me to come back to Mm. in some ways. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's got it some, you know, he's traveled in India and I'd like our family to do some travel as, as we create the time and financial freedom to do that. Mm -hmm. That's one of our goals. So we're, where we are working on that, Mm -hmm. um, it'll look different than the wonderlust and the bouncing all over the world that I did, (laughs) but that's okay. It doesn't have to continue to look the same to feed me. And, and as I've gotten older, Um, I get fed in different ways where I tend to be an extrovert. I am an extrovert. I -hmm. also can recharge now being by myself some, which at a younger age, I really didn't. Mm. So, yeah, I love that. And I think a lot of the women in my community are, um, also have their travel bug. So I just love how you don't have to choose. You can have you can have both. And I've found that in my own relationship. I take a lot of trips without Stevie. Um, a, cause I have the business flexibility to do that, but also I just, the travel bug has bitten me and I've had it most <laughs> of my life. I get that. <laughs> um, but I can totally relate to having like the, the safe space to come home to. Um, because earlier in my twenties, I, 
uh, traveled. I, I, I did grad school abroad and I traveled all over for about two years. And even though I loved um, traveling, I didn't really feel like I had a, um, a steady base. Like there was nowhere steady for me to go home to. Um, like there wasn't like a home base, so to speak, um, like at my parents' house, but like, you know, they had their issues and, um, uh, it wasn't a place I hadn't lived in, in over almost 10 years, you know, cause, cause of college and, you know, all that stuff. So I, I, I really love just the, the image of like still having this travel life independence, but then having somewhere to come home. It's just a really, really beautiful concept. Um, so awesome. I, I really loved um, your story with talking about intuition, tapping into femininity and sisterhood. And um, there's and the scarcity versus abundance is just um, so, so such an important conversation to be had in the world of, of dating. Um, so I just have one last question that I always ask all of my guests on the show. And that is, what is your favorite way to treat yourself? Well, I have found a new way literally as of last week. (laughs) Um, There is a place here in Asheville in the Grove Arcade called the Wake Foot Sanctuary. So when next time you're in Asheville, let's go together. Yeah. So it's about foot soaks. And they bring in this beautiful, so it's like 45 minutes, and they bring in this beautiful copper bowl, and you put your feet up to your knees in this bowl, and it has beautiful herbs and Epsom salts and all of these things, and it's got this warm water, and about 20 minutes later, they come in, and they put more warm water to warm it up about halfway mm-hmm. through, and it's in this, you know, they've made this beautiful room yeah. to do it in. And it just, it so fed me last week. I have been um, really busy. And sometimes I pack my calendar too much and I know I'm doing it. And yet I think I can handle it. And <laughs> it's fallen apart a bit last week. Preaching to so, the choir. <laughs> yes, right? And so there's the masculine again, right? Yeah. <laughs> Still there, ladies. Um, so I went and just luxuriated at this for what ended up being like, you know, what, 45 minutes to an hour. And it was just so lovely and so you know, like cost effective too. I think the the whole thing was thirty dollars. Wow. And so yeah, sometimes I'm looking for that thing I can do a little more regularly because it really fits into the budget. Like I mm-hmm. can do that every couple weeks, right? Yeah. Or at least once a month. Right. And so um I was been so excited to have found this new little sanctuary for myself. <laughs> that is so and that's called the Wakefoot Sanctuary. Wakefoot totally... Sanctuary in the okay. Grove Arcade. Yep. Oh my gosh. I'm totally going there. Maybe I'll call you and be like, all right, Shannon, we're going to this place together. (laughs) That would be so fun. (laughs) Yeah. I'll include, um, I know there's actually quite a bit of Asheville listeners on the, um, listening to this podcast just because that's where I'm from. So I'll, I'll put a link to that in the show notes just so that, um, people can go check that out for themselves and maybe I'll send them this podcast and let them know that they got a shout out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're going to love it because the ladies that were, that own it and work there too are just lovely. Like they love being there. Awesome. And so that energy, you know, infuses into all that they do. Awesome. Well, I'm going to go to their website right now. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to date yourself radio Shannon. It was a pleasure. And, um, just one more thing. Um, where can our listeners connect with you? Um, on the interwebs, what's the best place for them to, to find you? 
Well, the podcast website is probably the best way. So okay. it's honorthefeminine.com. Okay. And then you can get me at honorthefeminine at gmail.com too for email. Awesome. Um, but yeah, I'm loving what we're doing and the women that are joining me there are just amazing. So it's a great way to tap into and connect with some amazing women. So. Awesome. Cool. And we'll include that link and the email in the show notes. So, um, listeners can grab that easily as well. All right, my dear, thank you so much for hopping on the phone with me today. And, um, yeah, this was really great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to date yourself radio. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive free coaching with me in an upcoming episode or submit your question. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe to it in iTunes. I would also be so grateful if you left a review since that helps me share the power of dating yourself with more women. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be a part of my community at veronicagrant.com. Until next week, here's to treating yourself the way you want to be treated. Much love and happy dating. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.